Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Boca Raton, Florida. That's right. It's an alone cast, baby. We're going to do... It's times like these, and I know some people like these. I've never really gotten negative feedback, um, which I invite if it's thought out and critical. But sometimes, every now and again, if we're between a rock and a hard place, I tape uh, an alone cast. We dim the lights, turn them down, light a candle... Pour a glass of wine, and we get through a lot of emails. I've also uh, reached out to my Instagram followers for what I'm going to call One Pump Chumps. So I'm hoping there are some there. I'm not looking at my phone right now, but we're going to call that segment One Pump Chump. Hopefully, Shelby will have some fun music for the One Pump Chump section at the end. But the basic idea is that these are quick questions that I could answer right away because there's really only so much space on Instagram that questions part. So we're going to do some one pump chumps at the end. Um, This is an an alone cast. Dim those lights, baby. Turn up that sexy music. And it's just you and me, kid. I'm right in your ears. Whispering the sweet nothings of Papa JT. I'm down in South Florida visiting the parents before. So what happened was we're doing a live You Up podcast. Uh, tomorrow night we're going to be in Miami. If you're in Miami, you missed the show or you made it. I'm not sure which it is. But if you're in Orlando or Atlanta or Nashville tonight, tomorrow and Sunday, it's time to get those tickies, bring a crew. Uh, I say it all the time. I'm not going to get into the business of begging uh, because... I know that our show is spectacular and fun and something I am proud of. It's not just a podcast. It's a live experience. Not every podcast can say that about their live show. I can. So get those tickets. Come on out. I'm also going to start pushing you. D.C., November 4th. Boston, November 5th. Philly, November 6th. New York City, November 8th. Part of the... New York Comedy Festival. Now, Boston and D and Boston and New York are going to sell out. I, I'm positive of that. So if you're in those two towns, go right now. You can go to jaredfree.com and get tickets. DC, come on out. We already have a huge crowd. Philly, if you're in Philly, it's as if we didn't even announce Philly because there's not, you know, we've got tickets sold, but then I keep getting these emails and they're like, come to Philly. What? We're coming. November 6th in Philly. So that's the East Coast run. Right now we're in the Southern run. We did uh, Miami last night. I'm sure that was a fun time. Uh, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville. More announcements. Always a mama bear. The the album, it has been heartwarming to say the least. Uh, the response to the album. Um, for me because, you know, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's what I am. These podcasts are all fun things for me to do to market the live shows uh let me i'll pull back the curtains so for you guys to get into the stand-up be uh and enjoy that that's really what i would love so go stream always a mom bear if you haven't already wherever you stream music uh you can find a comedy album so search my name 
Pandora or Spotify, if you listen on those two, like, subscribe, do all the touchy-feely things that get me paid and cost you nothing. Nada. You're already paying. So why don't you tickle Papa JT's nuts? Feather those nuts. That I feel it. Every time you like me or subscribe to me on Pandora or Spotify, I feel it. Whoo! It's like I'm walking through a dewy meadow where the plants just go waist high, like right below waist high. And I'm naked. And I just feel those leaves brushing against my balls. So go touch it, play with it, love it, need it, want it, get it. Um, I'm also doing some stand-up. Springfield, Mass., and Naples, Florida. That is late December and early January. So just to get ahead, if you're in those towns, get ready. Papa JT's coming. The Wizard of Haas is on his way. So uh, we're going to get right into it. Let's do a bunch of emails, and then at the end, we do the One Pump Chumps. And... uh, Deal reveal follow-up. Hey, Jared, Shelby, and guests, sending all the feathers your way. I attended your Always a Mama Bear release party in NYC. So we did a little bit of a release party at Gotham Comedy Club. We had a bunch of people showed up, and Jordana and I went on stage and did like a little bit of a question and answer section. And then I want to thank everyone who came, but people asked really good questions. It turned into a fun kind of show. Um, so she writes, I went to your, uh, 10 year, always a mama bear release party in NYC where you gave me the amazing advice to end the pseudo relationship I had with the older guy that wouldn't take me on dates after over a year of hooking up. So this woman, I'm trying to say woman instead of girl. Cause I know most people don't care. Like if someone called me a guy or a, I guess a boy, I wouldn't care. I, I really wouldn't, but I'm just waiting on that miserable person to be like, girl, it's a woman or like, you know, whatever and get on me or, and just, you know, I even understand when someone's like, give me, you know, they're, Hey, I asked to be a, they, them. I would understand that more than, um, woman. It's like, you know what the fuck I mean? I didn't mean that she's a little girl. Okay. You can get more rants like that on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, coffee with J train every Sunday. That's a blast. So, she was at the show, very nice, uh, volunteered herself to ask a question, and she said she was basically texting with this, hooking up, texting with this guy for a year and wanted a date. And you know what? That happens. That is a totally normal situation. I have dated many a girls or hooked up with many a girls, women, women, (laughs) that that, um, look at me and go, you know, they have that explosion moment because I'm trying to be casual. They're trying to be more than casual. And we're both at this little bit of a standoff. And it's usually at some point, the woman will go look at you and go, hey, we've been doing this for a year. Do you realize that? I've had that said to me. And you kind of go, yeah, I guess we have been playing this cat and mouse game of me being busy and you wanting to hang out and then me saying, oh, maybe next week and then the next week comes and we're going to meet up and then we don't meet up and then I say, oh, next week. It's 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 more normal than she, a person sitting in the crowd who's a little bit embarrassed to be like, hey, I've been doing this for a year and everyone kind of does a year and it's like, no, we've all been there. 
So she was like, I want him to go on a date with me. So I told her to send a text being like, hey, I'm having fun. This has been great, but I'm looking for something a little bit more. And uh, I'd love to do drinks, but if you don't want that, that's cool too. And at some point, someone has to do that. And she said she sent the text exactly as you suggested right after the event. And I'm still without a response. Obviously, the non-response is the response I needed. Yeah, that, that's him saying no go. But is this common for guys to do, especially with someone they've known for over a year? See, this is what women do. They'll, they'll take the thing that didn't matter and make it into something that does matter. So she'll go, she came to the realization a month ago that, wow, we've been doing this a year. And then she looks at him and goes, you're really not going to talk to a girl you've been talking to for a year? And it's like, yeah, you just realized this too. Looking forward to any insight you may have. P.S. Would love a celeb lookalike from Talented Act Classic Shell. Uh, he's not here today. The lights are dim. It's just you and Papa JT. Um, it's not common. Um, he What he's doing is you were like, hey, we're hooking up. We're cool. Uh, I want a date. He saw that text and he said, the jig is up. Time to flee the prison yard and now the lights have turned on and they're looking at it well woo, woo. and he is now uh gonna let this rest for a second i absolutely think he will text you at some point and it will it will be when you've forgotten that this is the ultimatum you've given him but the reason he walks away like this is because he goes hey we you know we, it may have been a year but it's always been casual so I'm going to walk away now. The jig is up. It's over. But I'm not saying he's right for doing this. I'm telling you why. So if I got a text like that, I, you know, I, to me, I'd go, hey, uh, I've had a lot of fun, but this is as serious as I'm ever going to get. To me, he's not sending that text because there's somewhat of an illusion that you'll be back if the answer isn't given totally. So if he doesn't say anything... At least he hasn't thrown away the leftovers, as I've become to call them. And I don't mean you're a leftover, but I mean he's keeping the hookup leftover going in the fridge. So that is why. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Diaries of a quote-unquote slut. Thank you for the last and endless entertainment since I've become sexually active, which has been about five years now. I've had a lot of sex. Even though uh, sex can be a taboo subject to discuss within our society, I'm very open and willing to discuss in several. It's several different environments. I watch and read a lot of uh, read a lot of porn. She's a porn reader. And I'm even planning on getting a master's degree to become a sex educator. I'm generally not ashamed of my interest in my sexual drive, which I think is pretty high, but being a young woman sometimes conflicts with that. I've never had a boyfriend for longer than a few months, and the number of guys I've slept with is higher than my age, which is, I've heard is not a good sign. I try not to listen to the people who talk shit about women who have a lot of sex with multiple different guys, but sometimes I do feel down on myself or embarrassed for the way I am. Most of the time after I have sex with a guy, even if it's one-time thing, I don't feel ashamed. Well, that, I think that's a good thing. You know, if she had written in, hey, every time I have sex with someone, I feel ashamed, then it's like, okay... To me, that's like saying every time I eat McDonald's, I feel ashamed because I'm gonna get because I, I don't like my body. But if you go to McDonald's and you go, I feel yeah, I feel pretty good about a McDonald's. I just want to lose some weight. It's like, 
all right, well, maybe you're, maybe you don't want to lose weight. Maybe that's maybe that's just what you like doing. And that might not be the right analogy. Might sound, you know, a little different. But I, to me, it's like, hey, <clears throat> it's one, if you're walking away from sexual interactions, being like, oh, I feel horrible. Then it's like, okay, why are you going to have sex? Should you see a counselor or someone who's a professional in this? What is making you reach out to guys who make you feel bad about yourself? Then it's like a more of a professional issue, I would think. Whereas, hey, I'm having sex and I don't feel bad. It's just way after. I'm like, oh my God, how's this resume going to, is what she writes. She writes, but when I think about way other, what other people may think of my actions or even my thoughts, then I feel ashamed. I just genuinely enjoy having sex and being intimate with someone in that way. And shout out to the podcast like Jay training you up and uh, for giving me the confidence to talk about sex more freely. I'm kind of worried that because I've already slept with so many guys at a young age, my number will be enormous by the time I actually settle down with someone, which could be many years from now. Will guys look down on me for or even intimidate or be intimidated by me for how much I've slept around? To add, I always use protection and I'm on birth control. My friends even make fun of me because I will never not use a condom during sex. Uh, I'm into that. Uh, for context, I'm 23 and living in Philly. Please do a show here. Coming, coming, coming. 11, 6. Tickets, friends, bring them. I've attached pics below. Would love a slow. So listen, what I will say to her, because we're going through these emails quick and honestly, and I'll say to her, I like that she's okay. She's like, I'm having sex. She's worried about, here's the thing everybody's okay with your shit as you are with your shit, okay? If if you... If I was on a date with someone and, they, and, I, and the subject of sex came up, uh, I'm not going to ask someone their number. I think that's an immature question. I think that's a question that you age out of. Um, I think that's, you know, anyone who needs that number... It's because they need something to fill the void within their own self and their confidence with their own sex shit. So take that for what it's worth. The other thing is, if it did come down to we're having a sexual conversation, a girl across the table look at me and goes, well, I can't tell you my number because I, I got, you know, and started freaking out. I go, okay, someone has an issue. It ain't me. We're just having a sex conversation about sex. And then all of a sudden we're on the number. So that that's the thing. So Whoever you date and end up with is going to be cool with you because you're cool with you. And if you're not cool with you, then you got to, you know, seek professional stuff or work on that or find your ways to work on that on your own. But what I'm saying is, you know, any guys who intimidated, the, the one beautiful part about being cool with sex and enjoying it for you and not needing, you know, the love of someone to love yourself that's the big thing. Am I doing this because I need validation or am I doing this because I really enjoy sex? I would suss that out. And once you start admitting to like, I just like sex. I like meeting new people. I like getting, you know, uh, being with someone I trust in that moment. All right. Now, what guy wouldn't want a woman who knows what she likes? That is sexy. That takes a lot of pressure off a man because what usually happens during sex is, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Missionary. And it's like, well, you know, I, and a lot of women are like, I'd like the guy to be in control. And it's like, I don't know what to fucking do. I'm not studying up on this shit. So I would say any to me, anyone who's not okay with your sexual past, 
to me, that's a good little red flag to be like, ah, run away. This guy's not a confident person and won't be someone that's going to be good to be with in the long run. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. How do I check in without acting like I care? Hey, Jared and Shelby's. And Shelbs. Written before to no reply, but trying again. Okay, you're here. So my last messages were about a guy I met long distance I thought was special, but I guess wasn't. Should have known. Ah, no, you know, don't write should have known. You didn't know. Experiences have, you're going to make mistakes. Life doesn't go linear. It's ups and downs and downs and arounds. Probably why you didn't reply to me because you knew. No, I didn't reply because it was probably 7,000 words. But look, I do know he cared somewhat. So my question is, how do I like talk to him about us from here on out i do legit want to be in contact as friends friends with benefits but i did like him and don't want to be desperate either how can i casually be like okay obviously you're distracted right now so don't forget about how awesome i am but i'm not pathetic waiting for you but just keep me in mind lol well you gotta walk away I'm going to remake the song. Walk away! Walk away! Walk away! Walk away! And give me a kiss! Yeah. <laughs> so listen, she was me. She was seeing a guy long distance, and I thought he was special, but guess he wasn't. Okay. But now he knows he cared somewhat. Here's how much he cared. And now she wants to know, how can we kind of be something without anything and let him know that I'm here to just... No, 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 no. It felt like he ca- he cared about you enough to hook up at his greatest convenience. You already packed down from what you want. You go, I do legit want to be in contact as friends slash friends with benefits. Now, you've already moved down the line. You don't want to hear that. Right now, you're trying not to feel lonely. Okay, and because he's far away, there was always a built-in excuse for why he wasn't hanging out with you. You said, oh, well, the distance. Oh, well, he's busy. Oh, well, he's interested. But he... it's nice to feel that someone's interested in you. There'll be someone else that's interested in you without the excuse of distance. The distance was the reason this went as long as it did. If it hadn't, it would have been more honest, more quick. So to me... Walk away because you're saying, I want to know. Then she writes, don't forget about how awesome I am. You're awesome. No one's saying you're not awesome, but you tried it out. It didn't work. Find someone new. Lean into friends. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Oh, that's right. I love this sponsor because like the last email, it helps you get better to try and reorganize your life. She's asking, how do I go back to him? No, 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 no. Reorganize. You're going to be, you're awesome. You'll find someone new and try to find someone in the same 30 minute, you know, vicinity. We're, we're sponsored by Upstart, Upstart, Upstart. Most of us find out the hard way. 
Getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, a revolutionary lending uh, program that knows you're more than just your credit score. Your Upstart interest rate is based on your education and job history, not your credit score. So basically what Upstart is doing, Upstart doesn't care about the bills you didn't pay five years ago. They care about the person you are now and give you a rate based on that. Plus, they make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part, once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next business day, the next day. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay pay off credit cards, student loans, funding their wedding, or to make large purchases. With Upstart, you can free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment. This is a huge deal. So you might be paying a higher rate for one of your debts and then a lower rate for another. When you combine them and you get into one one little, you know, one payment, now, because when they say when you're paying off debt, you want to move from highest to lowest, okay? What this does is lower that base cost. That you know what you're end up paying it all in, so you might as well pay it in one bill. This is great. This is great for anyone that has a bunch of debt out there and really wants to organize their life. Also, paying with one payment makes it easier, more edible. It's like it's like saying I want to lose a pound a week. You know, oh, that's easier than ha- I have to lose fifty pounds. Well, then you're like I'm gonna go eat. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over three hundred businesses on Trustpilot. Hurry to upstart.com slash JTrain. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. Upstart.com slash JTrain to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. It's in a loan cast, baby. Just you and Papa JT. Why don't you pause right now? And make it your Instagram stories. Dim the lights on your Instagram. So put a little gif of a of a candle burning. That's right. It's an alone cast, baby. To move in or not to move in. Hey J Train, love the pob, love you up, and can't wait to see you live. Need some advice and thought this might also generally be a good topic to discuss. My boyfriend has asked me to move in with him. And while I'm pretty sure he's the person I want to be with, how do you know for sure whether you're ready to move in or not? I definitely think we would live well together, but the way I see it, if we're going to live together the rest of our lives, uh, is, is it worth living with a friend for another year while I still can? We've been together three years and we're both 25. Would love any advice on how to know whether you're ready to take the plunge. I'm in a similar space myself. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you know, I. it's interesting to hear this from the female perspective. Um, the fact that you're saying that you wrote in your email, here's, here's what you wrote that I will say to you right now. And this is why the move-in process is different for men and women, okay? And I'm, I'm saying this based on something she wrote. The way I see it, if we're going to live together the rest of our lives, is it worth living with a friend for another year while I still can? That sentence is like everything to me because, you know, listen, I'm in the position where I'm moving towards, it's moving time. And from the guy's point of view, from my point of view, it's, it's, it's what she's saying. When the bus, when you get on the bus at move in town, 
The next stop is Engagementville. And then the next stop is Marydburg. Uh, and then the next stop is Babyville. And then the next stop is, you know, Suburbs Land. And then you're moving on to Retirementville or High Schoolville and not Retirement. And on and on and on and on and on. And that's the way she sees it. She's going, this is the guy I like. I'm going to move in with him. What's another year of living with my friend if, if I'm not sure yet? And if I'm saying that to her, I'm saying, to me, at 25, and you are even thinking of living with a friend, and you see the fun in that, go for it. But I'm also going to let you know that that guy might not still be there. Things change. And also, when you move in with someone, it doesn't mean that it's over. It doesn't mean, you know, he... This is why a lot of guys push off moving in. And a lot of why a lot of women jump into moving in. It's it's the both the same thing. Oh, if we move in now, then then, then we get everything on the road to to babyland. If we move in now, we're all, oh, now everything's on track and I get the commitment I needed from this from their side. And if he asks you to move in, he's ready for all of that, I would think. And if you're sitting there going, well, I'll never have another chance to be, then it's, you got to wonder, you know, you might need the extra time. I'm saying a lot and nothing at the same time. It's tough for me to answer because I don't, you know, this might be a good one for, I, I can't tell you when to feel ready, but I can tell you if some, if living with a friend for another year is on the list of importance for you, then it's way more important than you're giving it credit for then you're maybe not ready for those next steps because that's what the next steps are. You guys have been together three years. The next step is move in, and then things move quicker from there. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Guy asked to plan a trip after first date. Jared and team, huge fans. Thanks for thanks for doing all that you do. I love your perspective on this situation. It's kind of making me pause. I met a guy through an app, and we had a good first date, enough that I had seen him for a second date, that I'd have seen him for a second. However, it turns out he currently lives in another state and will be moving to my city within the next few months. He was here for work when we met up and lives three-hour flight away. We're both in our mid to late 20s. All right, a lot of issues already. After our date, he followed me on IG, always a slight red flag, but said he'd love to get together again, which is always appreciated. About a week later, he reached out to ask how my weekend was, which prompted us chatting. He then brought up how I should come and hang in his city sometime. I politely evaded the invite, but since but he's since brought it up a second time, which I had uh, to more pointedly shoot down, and he said we'll have to wait until he's back again. Sure, it's flattering that he enjoyed our date, would like to see me again, although how does he possibly think that I would plan a weekend getaway to see him after one date? Is he just bored, doesn't know typical dating etiquette, or that uh, was that infatuated by our first date? I think it's weird because even if think I would consider paying that he'd even consider think, think I would consider paying to fly down. Likely stay with him and spend all that time together after only hanging for a few hours prior. Thanks for your thoughts. Uh, if you're wondering, we only kissed after a first date, so no further action. Yeah, I knew you only kissed because that's what this guy's going to do. I don't really trust anyone 
and I know men do this more where it's like these these up in the sky promises that sound really good but you never really have to answer to and you have very easy excuses for. So example one is you met a guy on an app and you have a good first date. It turns out he lives another state and three hours away. So like that should have been something that was discussed. I, I, I don't know if it was. I'm hoping it was. But like, hey, I'm here from out of town. And then it's very easy to go, I'm here for work, but I'm going to be moving here soon. And it's like, okay, well, why don't you call me when you're here? You seem like a nice person. But why don't you take a minute to unpack your shit, undo the boxes, and see how you feel about being single or in a relationship the minute you move to a new town? To me, he probably lives in a city that's not as good as yours, okay? Came to yours and went on an app because there's a lot of hot girls and more than he had to choose from in his own town. Then he looked at you and made a lot of promises and says, come on down to my town. And she says, go down, which means it's probably in a warmer place, so it's a little bit more attractive to visit. And then he says, yeah, you'll come down here because then there's always the option to parachute out. So if I'm her... No way. I would say to him, if you're ever in town, let me know. And that's it. You're done texting. Let him climb the mountain of you. But right now, what he's getting you to do is do all buying options where it leaves you having to have sex. And then he can go, ah, I live far away. The move's not happening. I'll come up there another time. And it's like, there's just too many outs. And if you want to seriously, listen, if you want to go fuck him, go for it. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. Get yours. But to trust seven different things that he doesn't have to come through on, that's six too many. If he came the next week, if he was like, yeah, I'm here again next week. because the day, no, 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 no. The next week you go, okay, well, call me. Let's, let's get to know each other a little more. But right now, you know, there's not unlimited money. There's not unlimited time. Hey, we had a great time that night. I'm happy to have gone out with you. It was really cool. Maybe next time. Let me know. I just stopped doing the work for him. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Help. My date acted crazy, drunk peed all over my apartment, and now doesn't remember any of it. Jared, I found your th- show through you up. And I'm now a huge fan. Thanks for the hours of entertainment you've provided. I had a really disastrous dating situation that I need your advice on. I'm a single 24-year-old in a big city, and I'm on a few dating apps. I had a first app date with a guy last week who seemed really cool, and we got along well. I was really excited about him. This past Saturday, we met up. So the second time I'd met him, uh, I ended up going back to my place late that night. He was really drunk, much drunker than I was, and his drunk personality was super annoying and weird. He kept making fun of me in a way that bordered on insulting and was asking me really bizarre, invasive questions. I realized that the guy I'd been excited about last week was not who he had appeared to be. Very disappointing. I was not really feeling him, so we both fell asleep without hooking up. At like 5.30 a.m., I woke up to him peeing all over my kitchen. He was asleep. <laughs> Ooh, he was asleep and had no idea what he was doing. It was everywhere. Shocked. I yelled his name and woke him up, only to launch him into a mini freakout as he ran to and locked himself in my bathroom. I got my hand. I got on my hands and knees and cleaned the pee of this person who I'd be- just met, and cringed as I realized this was the nail in the coffin for this guy. Yeah, that was the nail. You already said you didn't like him. 
and you were going to get rid of him the next morning. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, then he peed on the floor. So that was it for me. Then we got then we, once we got into bed, he mounted me and started humping me. What the fuck? And started trying to kiss my neck and initiate a hookup. Ugh. Weird. Enough at uh weird enough at 5 30 a.m., but totally crazy after he just peed all over my place. I'm sure he didn't even realize. I realized he didn't even remember any of what just happened. Yeah. Pushed him away and we went back to sleep. When he woke up in the morning, he was actually normal. Uh further confirmation that he had zero recollection of it all. I didn't mention anything in the morning and tried to get him out of my apartment ASAP. He texted me later that day wanting to get another get together again. And I had no idea what to say. I'm completely turned off by this guy based on his rudeness and the peeing situation. But I don't know how to tell him what happened. So, or if it's even worth to mortify him like that by telling him. How do you suggest I go about handling this? How do I get him off my case without being rude? Or am I being too nice about this? Curious what you guys, what you think about this dumpster fire ever meetup. Uh... She then asked for a celeb lookalike, but Shelby isn't here. She's very cute. I would say this. Um, great story. Fun ones to trash them at brunch. Um, walk away, walk away, walk away. Because uh, I do believe in the idea that your pants got to get tight before you want to lose weight. So you kind of, the, the, I would say to him, hey, I, I would, and, and women do this thing where they want to be nice and they want to let a guy off the hook. But guys, you have to understand our ego is too big to believe that you don't want to fuck us again or don't want to go on a date with us again, especially if we paid and did what we think was all the right things. If we were a total gentleman and we went on day one and then met up day two and you let us sleep over and we have no memory of fucking up like that, it's, it's weird. It's it's rare that a guy will walk away with his tail between his legs. He'll be like, no, 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 let's get together. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I have this great personality. I'll save it with my personality. I'm funny. But he's not funny. He's a guy who peed on the floor of your kitchen. So here's what I will say to you. You need to send him a text. And it, and it has to, women, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening, when you end things with a guy, it has to be, like you're taking a scalpel straight to a small part of the heart to then pop it because you got to pop that ego a little bit and that's it and stop answering. So send this one text if I'm her. Hey, our first day was a lot of fun. That's why we met up on the second time. The second time you were very drunk. You didn't do anything that I would call I'm, I'm rethinking this now because I'm already ahead of myself. But I would say I had a great time in the first one. The second, that's why we met up the second time. You were very drunk in a way that I don't think you're mature enough to go out with me right now. I think we're in two different places. Uh, you peed on my floor. You then drunkenly tried to hook up with me. It was all a turnoff for me. Listen, we all make mistakes. I hope you're better for the next person or can learn from this, but I'm not willing to learn from this with you. I wish you all the best. Good luck. And that is one of those things because he's probably part of the reason he's getting in touch with you to hang out again is to save whatever situation he doesn't remember. He's going to go, oh, man, I was drunk. I hope I wasn't a dick. And then he's realizing, okay, we'll just go out again and I'll save it. No, 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 no. This tells tells him... Hey, buddy, your pants are tight. You got to lose some weight. You peed on my floor. Goodbye. Gabagoo. So 
I would send it. Be direct. Wish you luck. Please respect my space. Game over. And it's not rude. It's it's. If anything, he's gonna go. You, you know, if anything, these things would make me feel more comfortable because I don't like this thing where it's like, well, I just feel weird. I just don't know. And it's like, did I do anything to you? Is are we okay? Like I like at this point, if you just say to him. You're not a bad person, but that night was bad for me, and I'm not willing to do that night again with you again and learn, go through this. I don't need to parent anybody. Good luck. We cool, but we ain't going to be together. Boom. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Woo! Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. So I'll say this. Guys, I know I am, so if I'm, if I'm bad, most guys are. We're just bad at going to the doctor. It's just bad. It's one of those things where your whole life you're told, you know, women, it's like, I feel like it's a little bit different because it's like, oh, you got to go to this doctor. You got to go to that doctor. You got to go to this doctor. You guys know all your doctors. You know all the names. Me, I'm like, ah, I fell down. My toes off my foot, but yeah, push it back on. I'm good. I mean, the other day I was with my dad and I took a, and my dad's older. So now he's in the, I go to multiple doctors game. So I took a Q-tip, I put it in my ear, and I pulled it out, and it looked like I stuck it through mud and then, uh, you know, coughed a furball on it. Like, it was gross. And he's like, you got to see an ENT. And I'm like, it's a little wax. We're fine. And to him, it's a different thing because he's thinking about these things. I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's a little wax. What are you going to do? To him, he's like, there's wax on, on the Q-tip? You got to go to an ENT and make sure you don't have, you know, ear wax fungus, you know, whatever the old man thing is. So it's the same thing with erectile dysfunction. We go, ah, it'll be fine, whatever. It's just a penis. But it's not. It's, it, it can be, you know, erectile dysfunction can be, you know, a sign of other things going on. So Roman, 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 it's easy to talk about and it makes it all easier. Instead of making an appointment, who do I know? Who's the ENT? Like my dad's like, have you made an ENT appointment? As if I'm going to pick up the phone and call Mr. ENT. Like I just dial ENT and then a guy comes up and he goes, come on in. That's not how it goes. But with Roman, it makes it easier. You can talk to a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. That's right. The whole process is straightforward, simple, discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain and complete an online visit. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. We're going to get to the last segment. We're almost there. And we're going to call it One Pump Chump. 
Well, we'll do a couple more emails. Wants me to wear the same costume as his ex. J Train, huge feather, huge fan, feather, feather. I'll jump right in it. Halloween is coming up. My boyfriend wants us to do the same couple's costume he's worn with his past couple exes. <laughs> Superman and Wonder Woman. His exes were much more petite girls than I am and wore every very revealing costume, so I'm not comfortable with people making that comparison. Also, why is he hung up on this? Makes me feel like um, replace feel replaceable, like I'm just Wonder Woman 2019 edition before he'll be on to the next because he's worn it with so many girls already. Does he want me to look like his exes? Does he want to does he want to look like the man who can get all these girls to wear the same revealing costume? I don't know. It's funny that it's her boyfriend and she's still like, maybe this is his, like, she's get like, it's funny to have a boyfriend then go, does he want to look like the man? It's like, I would have said that to him right away. Am I crazy for thinking this is weird? You're not crazy at all. It's weird that it, I love the way she describes it. I'm Wonder Woman 2019 edition. Yeah, it's weird. I, I think, here's what I think. Uh, any help is appreciated. Keep doing the Lord's work. Uh, attached picks annoyed girlfriend halloween edition she's very cute i don't know i mean she says they're much more petite but she's got a great body cute and he here's what it is i'm looking at a picture of him okay first of all this has nothing to do with the past girlfriends this has everything to do with him this has nothing to do with you it's not that personal with all this advice will you come to realize that it's more about his fucked up head than than anything about that he doesn't like about you he looks like he'd look right and like what he looks like in a Superman costume. Women don't give men credit for vanity. He's got dark hair, dark glasses, strong chin. He's also a little bit shorter, not to talk shit. But in this picture of them too, she's definitely taller in heels, okay? He wants to he thinks he looks good in a Superman costume especially because you can buy them where the muscles are put in. He wants to do the little curl with his hair. And all this is like, oh, really? He's a guy who wants to put the curl? Yes. He's thought about it. He thinks he looks good. He gets off a little bit to him being Superman, man of steel, betting and thrusting into Wonder Woman later that night. So, yeah. This is a fetishized thing and has less to do with you than the... It is weird that you would know about the other girlfriends wearing it, that he's told you, but that all kind of works into the fetish of it all. So to me, you're not wrong. I would say to him, let's find a new costume. Maybe he goes as Clark Kent becoming Superman. Or he goes as something else that is a dark hair, dark, you know, strong chin version. But this guy wants to feel hot. I think this is more about that than it is you. And it is weird because you, have, you know, you're like a toy in this whole shenanigan of him getting off to this one day a year. But no, it's about him and what he wants to look like and how he wants to feel good about himself and not about you as much. Because you don't even... She has lighter hair, lighter features. She does, she's not very Wonder Woman-ish if you were to compare it to her. But she's beautiful, good looking. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying he, though, after seeing the picture of him, he looks in the mirror and goes, yeah, I am Superman. And he probably gets a lot of comments from women. I'm telling you, this is all him. J Train Podcast 
at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, JTrain, I'm a big fan. You absolutely crack me up like no other. I love your unique advice on this situation. I've met a guy, I have this guy friend who will call A. Anytime people write in with A and B and C, it gets very confusing, but I digress. I have this guy friend who I'll call A. A, we've been close friends for three years. I've always thought he was cute, and last fall we started kissing a lot and getting more emotionally close. However, he was in an open, long-distance relationship from high school. He's a senior in college now, so I resolved to things not developing. I found out A has broken up with his girlfriend seven months later, and we had... I found out A had broken up with his girlfriend seven months later, and we had sex a few times over the summer when I visited. I graduated, moved 300 miles away. I've also loved him. I also loved him. And once physical intimacy got involved, I started imagining a romantic relationship hard. Okay. Well, you can't say I've also loved him. Don't get, this is a big email thing, male and female. Just be honest with me. You have no reason to like slow play me into this honest, honesty. You like your friend more than you're putting on. You had sex, now you're really feeling it. However, he got back with his long-distance open relationship girlfriend somewhere between our hookup and didn't tell me until after sex and after telling me he didn't want to hurt me like C, another friend did. He's also said things like no one knows what the future holds and the door's not closed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bullshit. Point is, he's visiting her abroad this Thanksgiving, avoids phone communication from everyone, and has a lot of growing up to do in general. He gets flustered when trying to explain his feelings for me or her, and I've just been trying to grow past the pain of the situation. How do I get over him when I still imagine marrying him someday? When it feels meant to be, which I've never believed in. Do I just have to put faith in things working out if they're meant to? Thanks, and sorry for the long email. It's not long. This was a perfectly sized email. What I'm going to say to her is, yeah, well, here's what happens when you kind of grow up a little bit. She's a senior in college, and she's like, we're friends. We also hooked up. Isn't this what everyone is looking for? We, and it's like, yeah, but you're going to find that you're right now learning how to have personal relationships with men and female men and women who you have to understand aren't the person that's going to be the one and that's okay right now he's everything he says is a lie right now here's the truth he doesn't want to be lonely so he's got this long-term girlfriend that he pops in and out of her life you're around to keep him afloat when she disappears. And he's just trying to keep up this as long as possible until he's until it all blows up in his face, which I'm hoping it does today after you listen to this. So I my advice for anyone that likes someone that it didn't work out with, there's bad things that happen too. You have to create a standard. You liked A, B, and C. You didn't like that he stayed with his ex-girlfriend and he doesn't answer your calls and he never will commit to you, right? So take the things you like to rate the next person and take the things you didn't like to reject the next person. 
And those are all okay. That's called creating a standard. That's called having taste. And it's okay to go, because you're going to meet someone else down the road that you're going to go, oh, wow, I remember this. This feels good. And it's going to be, and down the road, you're also going to be able to say, hey, I want whoever I'm seeing to pick up my calls. Oh, you won't? I remember someone who wouldn't. I guess you're out. And right now you're in a position where you think he's better than he is because he has responded positively to you before. And you're not remembering the negative and you have to try and take these muscles out into the real world because with this guy, it ain't going to happen. You got to unsubscribe, stop talking to him. Take out of it the experience and don't live in the in the imaginary world of the future with him because it ain't going to happen. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're coming towards the home stretch. The Dim the Lights Alone cast straight to you from Boca. Why don't we go to the One Pump Chumps? I'm hoping Classic Shelb made some fun music for this. But uh because I would like you know like a fun let's see if he did that. But uh let's go to the Instagram. We're gonna go straight to the questions and here we go. Uh do you have any single friends? No. <laughs> I get asked about single friends all the time. I'm like, yeah, well my college friends all kind of got into relationships and got married. And then the rest are comedians who you don't want to get involved with that. Um, is it possible that you love someone's texting personality but hate their actual personality? Absolutely. Uh, texts are a script you get to write for yourself. You can sound as cool and hot as you want, and you have as much time to do that as possible. When you get in person, that's when you're you uh, without a script. Can you share sex toys from previous relationships and new ones? Definitely sent in by, oh, from a woman. Uh, I thought it was going to be from a dude. Yeah, I guess you could. Um, I would make sure that they're clean. I would make sure that they're washed. Of course, I'm, I'm assuming you wash them. But I would never, if a girl pulled out like a vibrator that she uses to use during sex and was like, hey, use this on me, I wouldn't be like, well, who was using I would never think of that. I think a woman would. I think if I pulled out something from they go well what who has this been touching so but then it's like how does anything get kinky at all i guess um so i would say yes but there's probably a million women like no i would think it would depend i think if it's metallic it's okay if it's rubber it's not how do you convert younger male work flirt to dating a relationship i'm semi-boss wait for his first move that guy, and this is from a woman, that guy is seriously concerned about losing his job. And listen, I'm not the type to be like, Me Too movement, well, you know, they're all coming after us. I'm just saying, everything for a man, if you're brought up during a certain time, maybe not now, maybe you're bringing up your kids better, but at a certain point, a man and his financial success is connected to, his, to how the world looks at him. So he is... Way more afraid of being a financial loser than he is being a relationship loser. And for a lot of women, that's the reverse. 
They don't want to be the relationship loser more than they don't want to be the financial loser. How much do guys care about weight and stretch marks when hooking up? I've always come to, you know, I got stretch marks. I've got my own weight issues. I've always thought if you're in the bed with me, you're happy to be there. Uh, I think the same goes both ways. I don't think there's a lot of surprises once you're in the bed. I think if someone said, come up to my place, they wanted to be up in their place with you because their dick is reacting to you. That's how I would feel. And I don't mean to make it so plain and gross like that, but sometimes you have to think of it that way to feel okay with it. Because I have my own insecurity issues where you go, is she really doing this with me? And you're like, yeah, well, she came out to the room. She got naked with me. There's something, there's a reason she's feeling good about this too. Coworker likes you on Hinge. You ex. Coworker likes you on Hinge. How do you keep it not awkward next? Oh. Coworker likes you on Hinge. You ex. How do you keep it not awkward next time you see them? Oh, I guess she's saying she denied him on Hinge. You're cool. Just stay cool. If he liked you and didn't get a response, that was him doing... Here's what we all love about this day and age. Here's the reason dating is a little bit easier today. There's plenty of ways to ask someone out without getting turned down. Liking a bunch of your Instagram photos. You can always lean into um, blissful naivete. And that's what I'm saying to her. Blissfully naive. So you say, good to see you. What's up? How was your weekend? Moving on. Uh... Confront the guy you're newly on-offish dating two to three months for liking your friend on Hinge. You can't be newly on-offish and then put in quotes dating and then get mad at him because you wouldn't say what you wanted. He's just doing what he's been allowed to do while still dating you. How can I work on trust issues? A lot of liars, shit people I still speak to for reasons well here's how you work on trust issues stop talking to people you know you don't trust you're you know don't sit there thinking cynically about people you're you're still talking to because you're like well i know that's a lie no then don't talk to them those aren't your friends those aren't people you should want to be around if you got to rename yourself what would it be uh I'd still be Jared, I guess. I don't know. How's Florida? I love Florida. Great time. Good to be with the parents. Uh, is a long-distance relationship worth it if you don't even know whether their visa will be approved to move? No. No. Have you watched 90-day fiance? Come on. Stop investing in the 1% expecting the 99%. Lied about my location on a dating app. I do like this guy, but he wants to see every week. <laughs> time to time to talk, time to talk it out. Hey, I gotta let you know because lies that lead to other lies will lead to more lies. So right now you have one lie. You're gonna be at two and three and four if you keep this going. I would stop the lies as soon as you can. Hey, I just want to let you know I'm enjoying our time together, but I don't live where you thought I live. What do I put in my dating profile to let guys know I'm looking for a relationship? Um, to me, you trust your 
instincts a little more than you than you than you than you are. Be a little bit more responsible for your actions and who you go out with. Because if a guy's willing no guy's gonna go on day one with you saying, I am here for a relationship. That's not how it works. And it's not how you want it. That's not sexy. That's not romantic. There's going to be an uncomfortable feeling out period for any relationship. Live with it. Own it. And own what you want. Own your standard. If you're talking on a dating app and the guy goes, well, why don't you come over? That's not a guy who want, you want to go on. That's going to be more, more likely to be with you. Just because he's talking with you doesn't mean you're losing anything if you say goodbye. Hey, come over. Let's Netflix and chill. No, I don't think this is the match. Good luck. Hey, I'd love to do drinks this week. Oh, cool. Then you go for drinks. A little make out on the corner. Then you go, and then he goes, uh, and then you say goodbye. Text, hey, we should do dinner next week. Oh, I'd love to do dinner. Oh, then he goes, he goes, oh, why don't you come home with me? You go, I don't really go home with people this soon. All right, good luck. And then he texts a week later. We should go out again. See, you can have a standard and be okay with people saying goodbye to you when you put on your thing i am here for relationship that's you saying i don't trust myself to own my standard guys who only talk about themselves don't ask questions what the fuck yeah women do this too they're called uh narcissists and go back to earlier in this podcast you will hear uh you know people don't know until they feel it so you go on a date with someone who keeps asking, you know, I would say this isn't the match. They don't care enough to ask about you. Guy I'm seeing casually texts me YouTube videos, but not many messages. Is that a move? Um, I think it's a way of showing, showing what your personality is rather than having it. It's kind of the same as writing your own script for the text. It's like, look at all these funny videos I, I know. I'm funny too by association. It's not. It's a move to not be. Uh, to have to to not be just a normal, uncreative person. They're trying to be a little bit more interesting, but without having to be interesting. How long should you wait to bring up an ex? I don't think there's any time period. There's no rule. Hey, I think when it comes up, it comes up, and you are what you is, and you are what your experiences are. And everything that's good about you and bad about you is because of things that came before, and that's going to fit with somebody. Advice on dating a few guys at the same time. Um, make sure they have different names in your phone. About to make a new move to a new city and quick tips on how to meet people outside of work. Join uh, intramural leagues. Join, uh, connect, put on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Hey, I'm moving to a town. Uh, you know, Get connected by friends of friends because if you're friends with someone, uh, you're going to be friends with their friends for the same reason you're friends with them. How do you and your girlfriend meet at a, at a show? But it wasn't my show. It was just a random show. Best way to get your boyfriend to eat ass. Whoo. Uh, huh. Ah, the best way to get your boyfriend to eat ass. He's got to want it. He's got to want it. Um, I'd push him a little lower. Next time he's going down at you, just push a little, push that head a little bit down. Also, if you go from the other way, 
Like, if you have him go down on you while he's laying on his back and you sit on his face, then that's an easy way where you get to control which hole is over his hole. Boy, this has been fun. I, I'm liking this little quick, you know, shoot around. Thoughts on apologizing to an ex from two years ago over Hinge. Now, there's nothing to apologize about. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away! I often find dudes don't like to leave the apps. Is it wrong for me to suggest drinks? It's never wrong to ask for the thing you want. So, hey, this has been a lot of fun. Would love to do drinks sometime. Let me know when you're. Uh, let me know when you're free. There you go. That is a non-ask ask because what you said is I want to get drinks with you. Here are all the tools to make the cabin. Start building. If I go on stage at the U- live you up podcast, can I use a fake name? No. We we can use just your first name, but I'm not going to play the game of I'm here with Eduardo. Why do men sing they don't say things they don't mean? What's the point? To have sex. That's the point. Call out the guy you've been dating when you find out he's married or walk away. I think you walk away. I, I live by the... the With relationships, if you see a burning house, walk away. You don't want get, to get caught on fire. Guys, thoughts on camel toe? Leggings that make any make my butt look fire. Give me one. Does it matter? No. Camel toe, like smelly vagina, is one of those things men talked about to to make fun of women, but we never really like actually saw. Like now, the technology with pants is so much better. I, I don't think there's really. I think the camel toe thing is larger to an immature guy than it is to a mature one. Like, like, and also one of those things that women notice. It's like with yoga pants. Men will be like, "Look at there, those yoga pants. Oh, she looks so hot." And the girl would always be like. But I wear these to the gym. Like you, women, to f- they have to feel hot to, to think they're hot. So like, after a whole day at the, you know, getting their makeup done and getting their hair done, and then they put on a dress, and men go, "Wow, you look great." We also think you look the same amount of great when you haven't showered, but you're in hot yoga pants with a hot ass, and we don't really notice your camel toe. Why a guy would ask for a date then tell you he will text? day of to see how day is looking um i kind of just ignore that stuff hey tuesday at eight sounds good uh okay i'll check in and say how the day is looking all right cool see you tuesday at eight like i i think those are just things people say uh to make sure someone's in because they're too self-conscious to really you know ever get turned down how long should it take to until uh, a guy makes it official? Um, I don't know. Why aren't you making it official? Why, you know, why is it always in his court? I would say to you, how long are you? You know, if you feel this should be a committed relationship, then you can't unfeel that. So no one can tell you how to feel. Hey, I'm not on these dating apps. I'm not. I'm looking. I'm not looking to meet other people. I want to make sure you are on the same page as me. If not, then we have to go our separate ways. If you're just going to sit there waiting, you're going to get fucked. Um, when a guy responds to your snap selfie with you know, emoji eyes, what does that mean? And what do I respond? That means he's looking and he is liking. It's, again, going back to those ways to put yourself out there without getting turned down. This is one of those ways. 
I'll put the eyes. Maybe she'll send something back flirty. If nothing comes back, I didn't get turned down. She just didn't didn't respond. Is right time wrong? Right person wrong time really a thing? Yeah, but I'll also say whatever excuse they gave, it's to not date you. So, hey, whatever song and dance routine they say at the end, it's I just don't feel. I don't want to be with you. I don't want to make you a priority over the other things in my life, and it's not personal, even though that sounds personal. Thoughts on red receipts, red flag or green flag when a guy has them on. So we did this like experiment on the podcast years ago where I turned on the red receipts. And it's just funny the way it changes the dynamic, but I don't think it's anything. I think you could be a liar with them on and you could be a liar with them off. Tips for easing your best friend, boyfriend into the idea of male ass play. When you're going down on them, you know, massage the balloon knot. Also, look into it. Google it. Be a, you know, be an informed butt play person. Is there a time limit on when you can confront a ghoster? I would ask yourself, what are you going to get out of this confrontation? What are you going to, what are you going to walk away with? Because this isn't about teaching anyone. You're not their teacher. This is about you feeling better. And if you go to, if you want to text someone, hey, it's fucked up that you couldn't just have a conversation with me that you wanted to break up. Yeah, but if is that going to make you feel better? But you ain't going to teach him something. And it ain't going to be something t- teaching him to, to make it better with you. Maybe he'll be better for the next person or, or dump the next person better, but not you. So ask that question because the longer you hold on to this, the longer you're just holding on to something that ain't going to help you out. It's going to hold you back. Uh, that's what I got. This is a lot of fun. Um, please tell a friend about the podcast. I love doing it. I love that you guys are involved in it. Um, please send in your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I gave all those announcements in the front. Um, we'll be back next episode. Boom.